we don't want to use bots because they're really impersonal. Mm. Uh, and we, from a client that we've used, that we work with um, a few weeks ago, we did a test of writing impersonal, uh, using the bots against having personal video led messages mm. to that person uh, with uh, actually understanding what they're doing, reading what they are on LinkedIn, what they do, any awards they've won, and putting that into the, the conversation. And that takes time. Hey guys, and welcome back to Unscalable. Today's show is sponsored by my company, StoryPrompt. StoryPrompt helps you boost customer loyalty and engagement using asynchronous video. Capturing stories, testimonials, and attention is as simple as sharing a link. Use the link in the show notes to get 20% off or go to storyprompt.com. Uh, so if you're a fan of the show, you might have noticed that it's taken me a few weeks to get this episode out. Uh, the reason is that StoryPrompt has taken up all of my time. Our growth has been insane in the last few weeks, and all my attention has been there. I'll cover what's been happening with StoryPrompt in a future solo episode. But this week, I'm joined by Jonathan Swede. Jonathan is the founder of EVD Analytics, and in this episode, we chat about the key sales and marketing analytics that your business should be tracking. We also talk about how Jonathan is using video to acquire new clients. And of course, we touch on AI and how it's likely to affect SEO in the next few years. Enjoy the show. Hey, Jonathan, thanks for joining us on the show today. Hi, uh, hi, Gavin. Nice to see you. Cool. So for those who don't know, could you tell listeners what big problem EVD Analytics solves for businesses? Yeah. So uh, EVD Analytics is a, a visualization dashboard for medium size and uh, businesses and small size businesses, scale-ups, where we've found that actually clients that we've worked with across all different verticals from real estate uh, technology uh, business to consumer that they uh, can't uh, they can't really decipher the data that's coming in and we're talking about your organic data from Instagram your metadata your uh, LinkedIn data if you're LinkedIn even your email marketing what newsletters are doing well what blog types are doing well and then we go even deeper with your SEO content and you can't actually get that um, all on one dashboard, um, and also it's we've it decreased that sixty percent time of people writing reports as well, from ninety minutes to twenty minutes because it's all in one place and mm. they don't have to bounce around everywhere. So, would you say that this business came from some sort of personal pain of your own, or how did you actually start? How did you think of the idea initially? Both, both. It was a personal pain uh, for yeah. my uh, my business partner and myself. So, we originally uh, digital marketers by trade. Uh, advertising seo and we were working we work with a as i said before work with a number of verticals and we've found that the gap in their businesses is that they can't afford data scientists and analysts mm. um and they've got all this information coming in and they can't actually get to that next step they don't know what campaigns either they're pushing it themselves or they're writing articles themselves and they don't actually understand sort of the nuances and the science behind behind it. They're saying, oh yeah, it's working, or they're working with an ad agency, um, content agency, and they think it's doing well, but they're not actually sure because they only get a report once a month and it's usually copy and pasted from Google. Um, so we've basically, before we even start working with a client, we go and get all their information and put it into our dashboard. And then before we even start work, two, three weeks beforehand, we can then understand the data and what it means and what it's telling us. 
what's doing well, what's not. And that seems to um, accelerate their opportunities of wins. Okay, so if, if I came to you, you would plug into all my data systems, my HubSpot, my Google Analytics, whatever yeah. I have set up. Yep. And you could then build a model, I assume. We would, we would create a, uh, a, a bespoke dashboard just just for you, uh, just for your business. Um, and so you can see on a link, you'll get a link and you can visualize, you can click on it, can, it's on mobile, it's on, um, it's on your desktop and you can click it, you can give it to your team. It will get sent to you uh, however you want it to be sent to you as in like once a week, once a month. Um, so either the CFO, CEO will probably look at it, the marketing director look at it once a month, but the actual teams probably work on it every week just to see what's going up, what keywords are driving, uh, what uh, ads are doing well. And then we would help you look at your competitor competitors by looking at the research, researching your, uh, you'll give us five competitors. And then within that report, you'll see every month, those five, are they doing, what are they doing on meta advertising? What are they doing on Google ads? Mm. What are they doing on Twitter? This from a B2B perspective. And then again, from B2C, we can show the videos they're using from on on Instagram or Facebook and Twitter and TikTok. Um, so it gives you a whole overview. Yeah, there's a lot of information, but that's why within the in the packages you get you get our data strategist mm. in there once a month for an hour every every month, and then you also receive a video to help you go off that low hanging fruit. Okay, so could you maybe talk me through like a typical let's say startup that you've worked with? Yeah, uh, maybe it's a you know it's a, it's a small company, a small team. How would a startup founder sort of work with this data? Like, like I guess um, once they have the report, yeah. how do they implement or execute on that data? That, that okay, so received? what yeah. we would look at is for, we would go through, we would look at the, um, the audit, the the website as well that will be put on there, and and then the keyword audit as well. So we would have all the information that you need. Onto it, so how you would take take away actually the the C the um, if you're your CEO or story prompt is actually what what ads are working, what ad campaign level, what campaigns are doing, what actually what campaign is actually spending the most amount of money, but not doing it, but actually not driving the results. What is uh, what is that? So we we work with one retailer and we were running their analytics for their um, they got twenty seven uh, retail outlets around London. And basically, what we noticed was they've got their Instagram ads, um, and they weren't driving, they weren't driving click-throughs. And what we analysed is that actually the product image on the background, the product was green and the background was black. So people offer, so there wasn't, they were just scrolling up and down and going straight past it so that's one but where you could see it if you're looking if you're looking at it as a granular level you look at that mm. another business that we just work we've just uh we're working with they have we've found the data information about their uh they've got 70 percent of their website has no indexed and dead pages i think those uh, they equate to about three point three three percent of clicks and we're saying so from that data, we could say actually, you're not your website's going to crash, but there's no point adding more content. Get rid of the dead pages that aren't being clicked on because Google uh, will be ranking your website as a whole. And if that's if there if there's no one's clicking on it, it's just there, you'll get a low uh, authority domain authority. Mm. So you 
get get rid of them before you start adding more content because Google is your your you are um, penalizing your own yourself. And what what has been the the biggest sort of challenge since you started this this business? Because I, I know you've been going since the middle of last year, roughly. Yeah. Like, what, what's been the biggest challenge for you so far? Biggest challenge is again finding those businesses that actually have a need for it. We know that there is a need because of our, our businesses, but actually the challenge of speaking to the people, the correct person, uh, correct person, um, we have our personas that we go after, but actually getting them at the right time, at the right, in the right frame of mind to actually think it. And the process is, is long. It's not a, it's not a, yes, we want it, although we think it should be. It's, uh, it's, yeah, it's that period of so we nurture heavily um mm -hmm. people come to us we um they get in we individual we uh, do video um emails and video messages on linkedin and that is sort of our pain point going through sales navigator it's, it's, a, it's an individual it's a um slow process that's mm -hmm. so that's the, the the difficulty there's so many people to to talk to but actually we don't want to use bots because they're really impersonal. Mm. Uh, and we, from a client that we've used, that we worked with um, a few weeks ago, we did a test of writing impersonal, uh, using the bots against having personal video-led messages mm. to that person uh, with uh, actually understanding what they're doing, reading what they are on LinkedIn, what they do, any awards they've won, and putting that into the, the conversation. And that takes time. Yeah, that's the one of the biggest pain points for us. Yeah, so I'm keen to go deep into that sort of tactic. Um, I think most of our listeners will be very keen to hear how you've done that. Uh, so you basically you're taking a lead list, I assume, from LinkedIn. Yes, you are. Yeah, we use sales. sales navigator, and then you you kind of creating videos that are personalized for each person. Yes. What's the kind of thing you would say to them? So you, you have a video, you're recording a, a video. Yeah, what, what do you yeah say? so we would say, um, oh, first of all, we'd have a sign going up first saying, <laughs> Gavin. Uh, hi gavin and a date so or a newspaper so they know it's so it's not pre-recorded um and say hi um really love your um what you're what you're doing um we've got some great mutual contacts i can see that you've won a uh you had uh you worked with send uh you've just sold sendable um and it was amazing we use that actually use that tool um uh for our previous companies and we want to just give you a little bit more information about our, our product um and then so over to you chloe where chloe will do a video has the uh, our colleague chloe has the uh 30 second how to go goes through the report and then i do a sign off after that so it's actually really it that takes a long time and it's, it's looking at again we work with a variety of uh verticals so for us to go and say real, real estate with if we go after real estate developers we can say actually we 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 work with many competitors of yours they're using this tool and this is what we're finding is i love your development i love your thing but actually we've seen on your websites that you're actually you're not your articles that you're written aren't targeted uh etc so we can tell them the pain points mm. first and usually the issues and the opportunities and what we solve so once they get a video from you, like how do they, how often do they normally respond to that? Like what, what's your sort we're getting, of, we're getting a, yeah. we're actually getting a over bots. We did that with our last copy about a 37 to 40% LinkedIn message return rate saying, it's amazing. 
some of it's that's that's the the message and mm. some of it's not all like some of it's like um okay. some of it's uh don't need this now but mm. it's they're, they're actually we can then start that's great that's a, that's a starter even yeah. if they, we just want them to respond to us and then we can start a nurture actually uh, a week to say thank you very much but actually here's an article for you we know that that's the the cfo i mean they're so they're budget orientated so we've got mm curated an article specifically for that sector around budgets and how how to how to do, how to uh minimize minimize spend on using our dashboards so if you were to nurture someone who let's say you know so someone said contact me in, in six months time in your yeah. nurture campaigns do you then personalize those messages too or do you send like a bulk bulk no well, we try not to send bulk sometimes we send a, a bulk maybe once a month um yeah. and then it's again we have a set we have the crm in the background so we can see and we have other tech in the background so we know what company they're they're from um if they're signed up to us then yes we can we'll put them into buckets and then we can see them through our crm um how far along that journey um but we would like to once with our butter with our um uh, a monthly newsletter based around that sector then it's uh, we drop in an email we'll have a, we have messages on our crm saying bing it's been it's been six weeks do that send them this article yeah um and it's all it's all about trying to decrease or com compress that um that what you say yeah compress the uh the speed to buy mm, that makes sense yeah so, i guess i guess i think times are different now right but i think how people buy is they, they normally do the research first yes check out reviews ask their friends and then and once they've built their trust in their mind they, they, they would then contact you yes how do you, are, are you are you kind of getting reviews and testimonials and case studies we're getting well? we're building yeah. up that we're building because we've only been going for about just uh under a year on this uh on evd analytics we are building up our um our, our google our google um reviews um mm -hmm. our videos uh, it's about again as you said before tracing that trust yeah. so again we're the first after but even before our website was built we built we started we knew that it's a tough industry to for organic growth so we started our seo journey which is looking at the keywords looking at uh what rank what will rank us the quickest like you've done with story prompt um, where can we get that low-hanging fruit? Not in a year's time, but actually in six months' time. So when our website is ready, um, and then optimized after Google, because that's another two, three months, then those should be start. They should start to plow through. Um, mm. Work with a number of companies to to uh, businesses and clients to actually do that. And then through our reports, we can actually see what where they go, what, how how well they're doing, what pages mm. are what pages are not and you can see it each month it's not a it's not a, a quick journey it's just, it's depending on the the niche it's, it could be a year if you're insurance it, it, you could spend mm. millions of pounds and you won't get near yeah um, yeah that's true and, and now it's google's changed their pages it's all it's a lot of it's just scroll it's scroll through now yeah so you might be ranked 50 or 60 so it's you it's now it's much much harder so you need to stand out a lot more within your copy yeah uh, because it's a hot topic right now i have to ask you about ai uh, yeah. so where do you think in terms of uh, you know kind of ai being used to support search 
what do you think the future is for businesses who are relying so heavily on SEO? Do you um, think we'll see a future where they're bots or these kind of chat tools that just give you the response without any ads? How's this going to work in the future? I th yes, again, we're, we're looking at incorporating AI into our, uh, um, our analytics report on the website mm -hmm. where you can look at the benchmarks. I, I think it won't create what it doesn't AI can't do at the moment is give you that personality of that mm -hmm. of, of a writer. I think it's amazing. We, we use it for to to look at searches low uh, again low key what's high traffic low key word difficulty. Yeah. Um, but as to write articles, it's really tough, uh, and we use uh, we use a few, and we can't get the personality of how we want it. Although today I did write one in the in in the form of how Sherlock Holmes writes. <laughs> Right about SEO. Yeah. Um, I just wanted to test it, and it was yeah. quite. Funny. I did one with um, with Stephen Fry as well. Uh, oh, it, it, it didn't come come across well, but you edit them or you post them directly without editing. Um, no, I have to edit it for, yeah. again for grammar. I yeah. can't. Yeah, um, I, but I would only use AI at the moment for um, the LinkedIn's, the Twitters, uh, Pinterest, or for for your social because there's not enough information out on google or bing about ai detection yeah i don't want and there is information but i can't be we can, as again i can't be certain i'd rather have a human write it so i know it's got the personality um and i know it will it won't be penalized through uh because google at the moment say they're going to be penalizing ai uh if they detect ai yeah and so it's uh, but they're bringing out their bard soon so that might change completely mm -hmm. yeah yeah i think for me i've been using it just to help generate sort of keywords so if i want to say mm -hmm. give me ideas for keywords on this topic yes that i can then use for seo or for yeah. ads you know it's very really helpful for that kind of research yeah, and again for um, have you used it for cluster no i haven't how, how would you really good for cluster yeah. but also again it's great for me i my uh, i'm i'm dyslexic and my grammar is not great at all so having a tool like this is brilliant i can write even emails i can put it into here and it will make it grammatically correct mm. um so it will be it'd be it'd be interesting how are you finding ai what do you what are your thoughts on ai in your business um yes i think ai is here to stay um it definitely has a has a future uh, i think that yeah i think with the world kind of chasing after all these ai tools and like latching onto this new trend I think there are opportunities for people who, are, who can find ways to stand out. Because if, if you're going to generate content using AI, it's all going to be the same robotic sort of content. But yeah. like you said, if you can incorporate humans somehow, either through the editing process or through things like video with human yeah. faces, I think that's a way you can stand out when everyone is using AI for everything else. Yeah. But it's a big opportunity for those who are willing to be a bit different. So use AI as a way to support what you're doing, not to replace completely your content or your whole strategy, you know? Yeah, and even with the with the essay, with the obviously you can get your keywords, uh, but also to give you outline structures of that article and headlines, yeah. which is brilliant. I find it useful too. Yeah, that's really good to to do it. And um, and if you want to make it fun, do it in a style of Boris <laughs> Johnson or, or uh, yeah. Jim Carrey's Pet Detective. I, you can make it. You can make it better. Yeah, you still need you, I, at the moment. You still need that human element to yeah have it because they they know who they're writing for. So the way I tend to use it is that I tend to give it ideas. So I'll give it like advice of things that I know I need in that content. So I'll say put in some social proof, make sure you have urgency, 
you know, make sure that this email uh, contains things like urgency, timing is, is critical. So you have to give a tips yes. to create the ideal piece of content. But if you just yeah. say, give me a, an email for X, it won't be as good as if you wrote it yourself, I think. Yeah, no, that's it. And you have to prompt it to yeah. do it. Uh, and then where we've where we're we gonna be um we sorry, where we will be um catching on and integrating AI is around the benchmarks and actually once we have your we have enough um businesses within one sector, we can actually create content and create uh advice and guidance around actually your um your tech sector is the benchmark is x yeah uh, you'll be able with but we know these keywords are really high flying within your sector mm -hmm. how about by um either through advertising mm -hmm. buy into that at the moment that's sort of more manual process mm -hmm. and that will be that's incorporated in our reporting um on the bespoke package side of things but it's uh it's that's where we can see it is is assisting yeah so i think that's where there could be tons of value so if you were to get like almost like so yeah if you had thousands of customers one day and they're all feeding you data you can then build models that you can then use to resell correct. kind of create apis around it that kind of thing yes so i think i think data is a it's a good space to be in right now yeah you can feed these models and build up these amazing ai engines just on sales and marketing, there was something you shared in the notes beforehand where you said that aligning sales and marketing, many say that they do, but when looking into it deeply, they are miles apart. Can you yeah, say what so, you mean by that? So, okay, so what, what, we've, what we've again noticed is in businesses, uh, especially since sort of the COVID era, um, and, and the bit more of the bigger businesses, the smaller businesses, they're on top of each other. But what we've found is that... Um, Marketing is siloed over over there. Sales is siloed over there. Um, and then now data and or CRM. And they actually don't really, they don't talk to each other. So sales, sometimes sales directors say, well, we're, sell we're selling. Um, but actually the feedback they need to give to the marketing teams uh, or the uh, marketing teams need to assist the sales um, on actually what, what are those personas? What are they saying? How are they, how are they to, what key buzzwords are they using? What are they looking at? So the information coming back from the sales team to the marketing will help curate um, their content either by, um, so you, when they sell, you're not set, you're not, you're not, you're giving them the pain points and the story around, around what their needs before they even say the needs, because they're thinking, actually, that's, that's us. That's what we need. That's what we need. And that doesn't happen enough or it's not happy or sometimes not happening at all especially in in wholesale business to consumer mm. there's uh let's take fashion and clothing for instance they don't uh, the sales team will go and sell but actually they don't at the moment okay they have their monday morning sales meetings on on what what's been the top sellers over the weekend but actually the sales team aren't reporting back to either design or marketing actually this this uh, dress isn't or, or ju jumpers not selling well because actually they don't like the length of it. Mm. Um, so it's ha understanding that data from the sales team and again versus the market to help drive marketing and marketing to to understand what's out there in the marketplace, what what content is out there by listening social listening tools. Um, you do it through LinkedIn by even the hashtags mm. to understand what people and especially their prospects 
and that's what we're saying that's what i say about actually the sales and marketing not that you just sit next to each other and have yeah. a uh, or you have a chat over the um over the water cooler it's actually mm. what's what's the team what are the what are the prospects saying what are the once the prospect their prospects turning into customers what are they saying now because their needs are going to be different to the acquisition stage of it to retention stage so mm. it's that it's that and you want to, and and customers key yeah so so you're saying that the solution to that is is it is it, is it, is it like social listening tools or is it it's, it's, How do you get that information? So yeah. within, within our within our dashboard, we've got again we can we integrate sales and marketing, so we can actually see the marketing qualified leads, the sales qualified leads, and we we ask them um, what's happened here. You've got X marketing leads, but actually your sales qualified leads. Why aren't those Why aren't those marketing into sales qualified leads? what's happening with that what and then we we see okay let's look at the newsletters that go out in their buckets to those new people to the to the acquisitions what are they actually saying so in 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 um in real estate for developers we can see that um okay they've got marketing qualified the lead comes in via the advert and actually then it goes to the it goes into the uh, it's a sales qualified lead now and then we actually see actually what what are they saying what are the when they get shown or when they get shown the qualified lead where the the sales lead what are they saying so we help prime those and then we create uh, again nurture emails to that person uh, we help the team create nurture emails do they have a dog do they have where they go so we have the colloquial questions like yeah holiday and then that creates into their into their crm system has a dog two kids and then they can create articles around uh, around those or newsletters around those to help them push them over the line um interesting awesome yeah no, that sounds good so it's, it's like like taking that information creating personas from the data using that to help sell basically and market yeah. to those and it's the, old yeah. data. the old data is usually age uh yeah male female um and that's pretty much and, and the yeah uh, age and email address do you on social media now it's all more about the psychographics them what do they like to do mm. and can you feed can you find angles and again big enough at uh, if there's a lot of people fitness um then with the real estate clients we can know that there's a um when they know that there's if they if they're into fitness, we know that there's a gym with there's a new build. There's a gym around. There's a gyms around the corner. Or there's an outdoor uh, fitness area. So so it's priming them about mm. it, looking at that data. So it's much more. It's a much bigger world now. Cool. So uh, before we go, uh, we have a bunch of uh, entrepreneurs, founders, and marketers listening. Yeah. Uh, where's the best place for people to find you online and to check out your your company? Uh, evdanalytics.io um, I post a lot on LinkedIn awesome thank you so much Jonathan thank you thanks for your time <laughs>